Welcome to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. You got your hosts here, Ringo, Grego, Yo. Coach Tony. Yo. Gentlemen, what's happening? What's good, baby? What's happening, man? Hey, man, I'm living good. I'm living great, man, here. I got a question. What's up? Arya Stark. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man. Right. Listen, Arya, hey, we start off early. Them <laughs> <laughs> throwers. Hey, them throws update, man. So I've been an Arya Stark fan since day one. Mm-hmm. I saw her eyes when she hit that bullseye as a young girl. I actually remember that episode. What are you talking about? You ain't watched them throws, man. I've seen it. <laughs> I just don't keep up with it. He caught that first episode, and that's it. Because yep. I, I, I know it became a meme. It was like, what are we doing on, on Monday? It's like, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today, man. My girl came through. You know, in fact, it was, I mean, spoiler alert. You know, hey, if you missed it, man. Yo, I'm sorry. You're 1% so, of America. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So how is it that people didn't spoil Avengers, but they spoiled the shit out, out of Game right. of Thrones? Yo, did you see like all the watch parties they have? The yeah, like ones? folks was watching like it, in the bars, bars, like in right. celebrating, like it was a championship, like it was amazing. It was kind of, it's kind of cool. I'm it not even it, it was, but I think honestly, this will be the last show of our generation that you do that with. I don't think anyone's gonna you invest might. the money where and like it's with the streaming era the way it's growing. Like people aren't gonna invest the money to sit down and watch the show, like produce a show that comes out week after. Maybe what happened with the prequel show? Nah, just like Fear the Walking Dead flop, just like, uh, was it Better Call Saul sucked, hey, let's say what's other shows, Better Call the, Saul the Wire right. season 2 sucked, uh, Lovely. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, come there's on. a reason for it, uh, the, there was no reason for, for season 2 of The Wire, it showed you the whole ship and then everything like, First, first of all, I think that it's a waste. It was an experiment that failed. Hold up, hold up. They said, "Yo, it's too." You start talking the wire. They said the wire. <laughs> now you, black. now you in my, in my wheelhouse. We gonna talk about some, 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 some wasps on this show. We gonna see what the white gangsters are doing. <laughs> and then it was like everybody was like, "Nah, bro, this ain't it." So they went straight on back over to it was to the niggas. Show the whole shipping aspect of what you know Baltimore does as a. Community. Who gives a fuck? Because where's the where's that it's, weight coming from? It's a comprehensive where's picture that weight of coming that from? city. Atlanta. That's <laughs> no. Straight up ninety five. Because Avon was getting this shit from Atlanta. That is true. See, I'm a real fan. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, when you talk started wire, now you in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I will break that shit down. But no, Omar, so, listen. But but no, I, season two was was very necessary to to the entire picture when it. Now, when you first, when you look at season two come from season one, it was like, what the fuck is this? But when you look at the entire picture from all five seasons, it was like, oh, it it actually makes sense. Because, like, just like how, like, how y'all talk about with with Game of Thrones, how the, who's the, um, the little kid who stabbed the giant? Oh, you watched that episode? I I watched it. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but I watched it. So, so, like, this, I, I, I was reading that, like, the spot where they, um, where she killed the giant that was like from like a spot from like season one or two and it was like like oh like it's like you, you, it's all about time time loose ends all together and everything and like when you look when you go back to uh, season five of the wire shit from season two makes sense it was like oh okay okay like so like yeah rewatch it like seriously if you rewatch i haven't two, done i haven't done a full show rewatch in a while but yo yo maybe we need no, to do that i'm sure I'm sure I got the shot. 
The shy is. Oh, you like it now? Oh, you like it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking shit about Listen, the shy. The shy is good now. It was it was stupid at it, first because because it's just it's just like the wild. Like it, it takes a slow build and it's like oh, but season two is already right, better. Can I ask a real question? Yeah. What's up? Did y'all see Avengers? Nah, I'm going tomorrow night. Not yet. Not tomorrow night. Tomorrow, hey, take it to no, 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 because like. I can't say up. That. I, <laughs> <laughs> it was a hey, hashtag Geek Week. I like almost cried. So so oh, I, I, I heard. People, <laughs> I heard people talking about like how they're crying. It's like, oh my god! I'm like, I up up my way. Watch what you say, bro. Up my way, like where I go for Lord. Grego is north of the wall. He lives. Grego is the Night King. I don't know. (laughs) He is north of the wall. Listen, when he goes, a bunch of white people follow him. That that cold storm just moves with Grego as he goes. You must have saw me at tailgate. (laughs) But um, but no, because. up my way, like up where Lloyd Soccer is, up in uh, up in Johns Creek. Like usually that parking lot is bare as shit. But like on Friday, I stopped by Lloyd Soccer, and it was like I could not park to save my life. I was like, then I realized, oh, that's right, Avengers is day. Yeah, I was like, man, we're, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait, wait for that day. hype to die down. Like yeah. I need just a little bit. Make sure you go to the bathroom before you go. That's yes. You yes. Go to the bathroom before. Like seriously, you gotta make sure you do that. Make sure you get all your snacks. Sneak in all the snacks you can beforehand. Yeah, c- come in, come in looking fat. So that way, like, oh, you, oh, he looks fine. Like yeah, oh, next, next yeah. thing you know, you you come out, you get in your seat. Like, oh, got got my got my popcorn, got 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 my got my drinks. Like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to our homie Raphael Shopper. We got we got us on video. <laughs> got us on video, man. Y'all get but, to um, see our ugly mugs for the first time. So, <laughs> hey, I've been working out, man. I'm trying to get beach body Let's ready. See. Hey, I picked the wrong jersey, wear, a wrong day to wear the medium jersey and Red Bull jersey. <laughs> wrong day, boy. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's let's get to some soccer, man. Of course, let's we got we got a we got a good show tonight. We got our uh, a main man OG in, in the supporter game and and video game. Uh, Press Stevens. We got an interview with him. Great man. That, Interview was so much was so spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, you, you got some hot takes for you on that. You know, he, he's a good guy to have on the show. Man. I told, you, I, I, I wouldn't let you down, man. Like, like Prez, like me and him go way back. So, like, for us to be able to chop it up like this, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that y'all were able to to get on that. Yeah, we could have did a whole episode with just us chopping it up with Prez. So, like, we hope y'all like it. But let's talk about the home team. You know how we got to well, that, start. That's, that's why I'm wearing the, you know, I got my Dutch kid home today. To- baby. Total football works. That's right, baby. <laughs> Trust the process, baby. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> Listen, usually, let's, let's be real. Do we still trust the process? I mean, because I don't got first win. I don't know. Look, a, I don't know what pity does, but I know everybody else is so, getting there. I, mean, I was going to bring that up, but mm. but okay. So go ahead. I'm gonna you let know, you. Obviously, this past weekend, late night, guys, first home victory of the of the season. Mm-hmm. Against who? The Crapids, as Greg <laughs> loves to call them. See, Rapids, Crapids. <laughs> we we beat the worst team in the league. Although we got to see a legend between the sticks on the other side, you know. Somehow we on did his, on his farewell tour. People, people in my section was really so, mad at me because I kept saying, "Tim, I love you," and I was like, "Y'all don't, y'all don't respect the game. Respect on the y'all name, plastic, man. y'all all plastic." Seriously, but you know, it's it's crazy. Like when you think about, because like like if you look at that team on paper, they should not suck the way that they do. Because I like, you you have oh, on paper, yeah, who. Yeah, Kellen Acosta. You have um, what's it, Rosenberry? Kellen Acosta is like the Paul Love in my list, man. He's like, he, you know, it's like he's a good player. Everyone loves him. He has style of play, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't do the is job. He soft too. Oh, he's soft. He's soft. Kellen's soft too. He yeah. couldn't make it down there in Dallas, yo. I, 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 yeah, man. Well, he came out of Dallas. Like, I think he just needed a, 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 a new some new scenery. I, I, 
Actually, what I think happened there was he that he got traded to the Rapids. That's not a, that's no, and and, I, and that goes into what I was about to say. I think that he started, he started sniffing Europe a little too much, and he was like, "Okay, we about to check that shit real quick." It's like it's like someone getting traded to the Browns before they start looking good, right? So it's like, yeah, if if you start throwing yourself, and he's like, you know, we we gonna shut that shit down. It's like, where can we see that that you just absolutely hate, right? Send them to the Crabbits. Okay, so with Larry United in the game against the Crabbits, mm-hmm. what's your take on <clears throat> style of play, man selection, um, and, and also yeah. substitution patterns? It's the song. It's the same song. Like the weekend says, it's the same old song. We have possession. We hold the ball up. When we get to that final third, don't nothing happen. It took us seventy-eight minutes to score against Colorado. Last year we was we was we was scoring within the first fifteen minutes. So I just don't see it. Trust the process. Yeah, sure. Let Frank continue. Go, go ahead, Frank. You got till July in my books. The clock's ticking. But at the end of the day, man, I, I didn't see anything different than when I saw the previous week. For me, I think what I'm, I'm really starting to like grapple with is I, I'm still the Breck Shea thing still annoying me. Breck had a good game. Still annoying me. Okay, that's Say one thing. Say. Second thing is that what I think a lot of Lane Night fans don't realize, as far as like you know this being a season of transition. Yes, we lost Tata. Yes, we lost Miggy. Yes, we lost Garza. I mean, like those three pivotal pieces. Are huge, totally different stuff. Because first of all, if you start with a coach, that's just a, that's the whole philosophy, mentality, style of play of everything. Mm-hmm. Second, when you take Miggy away, Miggy was that person who played between the lines. And what I mean between the lines, like you know, literally when they when teams sit back, which Colorado Colorado loves to sit they back. Park, they park the they shit out that bus. Two Harmon Brothers buses back there. <laughs> Shouts out Harmon Brothers if y'all want to sponsor the show. Um, they would park those back there, and to find someone who could get between those lines, Miggy was that for us. You know, trying to get the Pitties and the Barcos to be able to do that hasn't really been truly successful for us. But the thing that sucked is that Pitty was doing that right before he got took off. And I understood his pain when he got subbed off in the game because, you know, I'm guessing. No, go ahead, go ahead. no I think Pitty was like those. Five minutes before he got taken off, like he was starting to click, click, and break yeah. down those lines and everything. And and I like I I felt his pain. I was like, why is he taking pity off? Like pity was about to unlock the unlock the you know the sorcerer's code for this shit. But you know, lo and behold, we got that goal right away. But it's now not that like, goal was actually nice as shit. Yeah, and Nagby and Nagby. Yeah. I mean, shouts out to Nagby on that shit. Nagby, yep. He, I mean, like, he went all out on that play. And he, he, he played well the whole game. He, he, great play. But going into the, the Pity Martinez thing, like, oh, the interview that Tata did today, yep. you know, says, like, you know, it, it's going to take time for for PT to, to figure it out, to gel, to figure out exactly where everybody wants the ball and things like that. But it, it to me, it just doesn't feel like he's – Wants to be here. I, he wanted to play with Tata Martino. Yeah. Now that Tata's gone, no, can he just go to a small club in the Premier League or go to Germany and stuff like that? It's like he's really not signing her a long term contract with us. No, like he's he's there for like at least three years, yeah. I believe. But, I, but Come on, how easy is it to buy an MLS contract? <laughs> Come on. 
I mean, well, oh, yeah. as long as MLS owns the contract, you, it's harder than you it's think. Harder, yeah. Right. But I, I, I do think that uh, given his age, because he's twenty five, it's not like he's twenty one like, like Miggy was or nineteen. Like he's pretty much right there, like at the peak of his power. So like, if he was to leave, I think that it you would basically be. No, I'm no, just, I mean, it's like he's it's not like, happy. He's not happy. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. I'm, I don't know oh. if he's if he's happy. I know. I know he. he fought, I know he's finally got his wife here. Like he got married um, about a month ago. Uh, I I think that he is beginning to settle, but I, I do think at the same time, of course, there's it, nothing if you don't feel good. When until you're, when you're I see Pitty take the picture with with uh, Tito in the in the boxers in the locker room smiling. I just don't see. Well, you never see. We had to meet those pictures lately, so you haven't. Yeah, you, some shit. you haven't seen those photos. Like you never. You don't get P- those pictures when you, you draw. They they still ain't even took PD to Fogo. Like 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 think about it. Like the shit our team has done to build that camaraderie. Pity's like nah, bro. I don't really fuck with y'all. No, like it, 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 like Pity probably don't even watch Game of Thrones with the rest of the boys, man. Okay. Grego don't watch it with us. Yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm trying to transfer. <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah. I've been, I've been yeah, talking Bobby to the GM. <laughs> He's a bad fit yeah. for the club. About here, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He always wants the ball. God, <laughs> but no, so it's, never plays it to my feet. Y'all covered at <laughs> my neck too early, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but but you see, but to go into this game situation where we don't gel, where Barco and Gressel ran into each other, or like going for the ball at the same time, mm-hmm. like that shouldn't happen it shouldn't happen those two guys have played with each other they know how to play with each other so it's 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 these mistakes that we continue to make where it's like what are we doing Mm -hmm. so you know we we talk about you know manchester united the players like what you know what's going on Mm -hmm. but it's like it's the same thing i'm saying with atlanta it's like the players should know better and they should be doing more than what we're doing we just want a fucking championship but well, again, go, like going back to the to, to the interview that uh, that Tata Martino had, because like, uh, he was in town today promoting uh, the Mexico, Mexico front that's yeah. uh, coming here to Atlanta uh, in June. Speaking English and shit. Yeah, man. Like, you know, he, <laughs> and he speak. He was for two years. He was finessing. <laughs> he was like, nah, bro. But, I like y'all. I like but, <laughs> well, but one of the uh, key things he said uh, in his interview was that you know, like, you have to have patience. You know, like. Because people forget, like, that first year, uh, two years ago, like, he only won, like, three games out of ten, like, in his first um, in his first year. We was, and, we was on the road. Yeah, but. All, all that season. Well, we were playing at Bobby Dow. Like, we, 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 had, we had a pretty good advantage at, at that stadium. But at the same time, you know, I think at that time, I think the difference between then and now is that everything was new back then. Mm-hmm. We were excited. We're, is that not so much we didn't exciting? Have expectations, though. We didn't, it, there it was, were no expectations, but at the same time, the entire teams getting to know each other. Right. Like, whereas now, now we have expectations like, oh shit, we got like our buttholes are tight now because yeah. we won shit and we're expected to do, if not the same, better. Mm-hmm. So like, so, so like, and that's the thing. There's Brexhay, Petey. Those are the only two new pieces that are starters. Miles. Well. Okay, Miles. Well, my, Miles just fit in. He, you know, you always mm-hmm. have those outliers. Miles yeah. came in the club and he's doing great. Right. But like, we only have two pieces that like just like, huh? It's not making sense. Everyone else has been there. They've so been it, there, but they're not playing. They're not play, one. They're not playing the same system. And then two, uh, you're 
now that everyone kind of has a, a an idea as far as like what who who to focus in on because I, I I made this point because like everyone's been making a a big point uh, lately as far as why is Joseph playing like a, a slightly different role from what he was playing under Tata. Like, he's playing like a false nine. I don't yeah. know what he's doing. And the thing about that is that, you know, those first few games, back lines were just focusing straight on Joseph the, the, the entire 90. It was like, you know, like we know that, hey, he's your bread and butter right here. But so we're going to make sure. But then you had who? You had Miggy there to, right. like, to offset everything. And like you, had, you had, have that anymore. Until you know what you're going to get with pity, it's like, hey, we can just focus in on Joseph and, and make everyone else have to step up. So he has to evolve his role so that way it allows everyone else to suddenly become weapons as well. But that, and, that, and that's kind of, I mean, I hate to, I'm sorry to jump in front of you, but like the fact that like, I was going to you next. even so like you, you factor in all those, but also everybody's a year older too. Yeah. Like, so you got Lorena, how old is he now? 65. Thank you. Like, Guzan, so, so, Guzan, how old is he? The way he's been playing. No, but... And so, like, but these see, are... But it's, I'm, I'm glad that you say that about, like, Lorenowitz and Guzan. It's like, we know, as fans, we know they're older. That means Frank knows he's older. That means his assistant coaches know that these guys are older. Mm-hmm. So, let's start giving some other guys some minutes. Well, well he has to, like, By all means, please give him minutes. Because he's... Cause, why is Pogba not touching the field? Why is he not touching the field? I don't, know, I don't know if that's a issue why is, with like, like why is Melo not touching the field? Boom, you know Escobar came why back. Is, Escobar looks good. Yeah. You know yeah, he, he, he looked. He, he made looked, through a game without getting hurt. Yeah. Like, hey, that's that's I a got great nervous thing. when he hit when he hit the uh, the display board down on the supporters end. I was like, there he goes, he's down again. But no, so we have all these players. We're going to play this new system. What we said about the U.S. national team. Give mm-hmm. the kids a chance. And I Let's, thought that I thought with Frank De Boer coming from you know the whole yeah. Dutch system. What does the Dutch system do? Mm-hmm. They use the they, youth. They, they play the kids. Like, like bringing Gallagher. Gallagher was scoring for Atlanta United, too. Mm-hmm. That's why they brought him up to the first team. Like, give him some minutes. But the, the thing about that is, okay, once you, once you move up from the second team to the first team, of course, you, you're basically starting all over again because like, it's not like, like you're going to get, get thrown, okay, from being a starter on one team to a starter on the next team. Like, no. you're basically, you're, you're okay. Correct. But a I'm starter, saying give a, you some minutes, though. Like, give them 10 minutes. Greg, how did you learn how to read? I said I taught myself, so that's a whole different. How did you learn I'm, how to read, though? Well, yeah. Uh, great, great analogy. You read books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I can't did. read with just by, like, thinking, like, about it. Yeah. Focusing on you actually have to be right there in the book looking at the words. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the game of soccer. Yeah. How are you going to learn how to play the game of soccer and get better? By fucking playing. By playing. <laughs> so, so, you know, the, you know, at, I'm giving Frank till July. I'm still giving him till July. Trust the Re- process. Re- Reggie hasn't rubbed off on you yet? Uh, hey, he, Reggie has – Reggie, <laughs> shout out to Reggie. Reggie has sent me every Dutch playbook. <laughs> He has sent me tickets to go watch teams and play in the Netherlands, and I'm like, I'm did, still. Did, did he give you a ticket to uh, to the Champions League semifinal? Right, I'm like, I'm still not bought in. It's just our style of play here in America is American. We need coaches. It's not even America. It's Atlanta. Like, no, it's Atlanta, but we need coaches from the Americas. He, he needs to he, play. He, we he need wants a South American. No, that'd be great. <laughs> like, we need South American, yeah. uh, North American. It's just honestly, like the Dutch style works. 
if you build that system. But, we, we, but you need time with that system. But you need time with that system. You need time in the right personnel, but I think what you're... I'm, I'm actually supporting what you're saying. Shock. Shockingly, I'm agreeing with Ringo. I know, right? Like, um, the fact that the personnel that we already had here, mm-hmm. it was built on Tata's system. Right. Which was more South American than anything ever. Right. And that is a culture clash with Frank DeBoer than anything else. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It, it's what, Did you see the Pele movie? Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's like they kept saying the um, when they had that English coach come over there and coach the Brazilian team, and it was mm-hmm. so regimented, yeah. and the players couldn't do it; they couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out. Yep. So they, they had to get a they had to get a coach that was like, "We're gonna let you play. You're gonna let you be free. Play with yeah. your style. Play with your hips. You know what I mean? And stuff like that." And they got better. Right. And that's kind of way it feels. Our team is so regimented. It's like, yo, we're doing is one and two and three and four and one and two and our. So, our Okay. Got, he, he stayed on me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, so it's it's so regimented, and our players they don't like that. Man. I, I I do think because like because Tata tried, tried to downplay that during his interviews, like you know, it's like it's just football. I'm like, no, like like you know, the way a South American player uh, is gonna is gonna play, it's gonna be the same as an African player. Mm-hmm. Same way African players are gonna be the same as as a European player. It's really it's called Asian rhythm. and 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 North America. Like it's, it's everyone has their own different flavor and. While I do think with time you can kind of get on the same rhythm, mm, you know it's it's, it's 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 going to be a matter of like, are you going to stick around long enough to be able to catch that rhythm? Because and so I asked, do you trust the process? I'm still trusting. I, I think that you know For how long. I'm, I'm asking y'all every week. Like I said, it's, it's so we like, get we get smoked by Kansas City this weekend. One, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that. Did you no. not see that shootout they had last did you, week? Did you see, did you see the, a shootout they had last week? F- f- 10 to Monterey. <laughs> That's Monterey. Oh, count. no, no, no. That's it, like they, Thanos. No, lost, Monterey, lost, Monterey, Monterey is like Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, it, it lost 4 1 in San Jose. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so Kansas City, like, they, they had a shootout against the Revs last week. Yeah. It, it's the Revs. Revs. Uh, it's the Revs. The fucking the Revs. But still, they if, still. If, if we're going to downplay us but being no, no, no. But, shit. But if you saw the match, though, the Revs went up and Kansas City came back. They came storming back and up tying the match. 4-4. Four, four. So, if they're going to blast like that against Brad Guzan, we're going to have some struggle away on the 5th. Maybe. I, I don't. I, I, knowing how they normally play, I would just say that it is. Unless they just feel real froggy. I don't see it. I predict we lose that match. I'm thinking a draw. I'm thinking a draw. We lose. Can I ask a question? I was, I, we get know, smoked three 0 I was in the game or a tailgate. You were at the game. I said I wasn't. Okay. How was the atmosphere this time? I mean, I know it's a little we, spotty. A little spotty. No. No. Little spotty. They had the top top. They had the drop top, right? Drop the, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. No, drop top. Let me let me hit on that real quick because. There's a little, there's a lot of mixed feelings on that, as far as like, like how it feels when when the roof is open, and God, I feel so as though <laughs> so no, because like because the, the way that the bins is built, first world problems, and first world problems. You're about, it really you're is about son? first yeah, world problems. Not, 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 not even so much that. Not even so much that. Listen, that breeze that hit. You, hey, look, a breeze hitting you when you drop is amazing. But yeah. what, what's what's the problem with the stadium? Uh, the, the ventilation is usually shit. Right. So when it's humid, you're sweating like crazy. Yeah. Same thing was that Bobby died. 
No, 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 no. I that's, was sweating like shit. No, but that's that's you. I swear like a fat kid anyway. So like nah. that that was a whole different level because like you you had, you had no place to hide on that one. Here you ha- you can actually close that shit like a butthole, and next thing you know, I got a video of it closing. Can you do the hand gesture again? Mm. <laughs> it's a weird, that, shit, that shit clinches. It's a weird butthole, but all right. <laughs> but and we got it on tape. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when. Because of the poor ventilation, like when it's human and shit, you're you're drenching up in there. I, I mean, I get but, that, but still. But no, like, but I will say, like this past Saturday, like it was perfect. It felt amazing. Like yeah. it, it made me envy that we didn't have like a soccer specific stadium. Yeah, like, like it like, was. It got it just right. Now, imagine the, if they if they wait until like next month. That's the worst. So the atmosphere, of the fans, though, and then we can move on. It was the tension. You know, it's like, what are we gonna do? Oh, and we didn't score like in the first half. Everyone's like, oh no. Because we had fourteen shots. Because we had fourteen shots. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, it's gonna happen. And then when we scored, it was like that weight was off our chest, <sighs> and then the building erupted, and it was like a normal Atlanta United match. But it's good. Trust the process. At the end of the day, give our boys some more chances. And and wasn't he love shown for Tim Howard? Um, not um, it took for me. I no, was. I mean, like even when he was like when he came no. out on the field or anything like that. No, really. there, there wasn't Damn, any. There, there wasn't any like Tim Howard. We miss you. Things like that. Because I honestly, I think it's because of the national team. A lot of people are still kind of like hurt about That's that up, situation. Though, so with Tim Howard's goodbye tour, there's no like Landon Donovan's like This is fucked up. It, it is messed up. It, it it's messed up and it's wrong that Tim Howard's getting treated like this. Um, I, I, I think I, I, it I, I, I wonder there's a color it. thing with it too. That's what and that's what I'm kind of Honestly, I don't I would say that listen, the Dur- looks Dur- I was Dur- getting Dur- when Dur- I was shouting like yelling like Tim Howard, thank you. Like folks was Looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what are we thinking you for? Like, because because of course he was, you know, in, in goal. Okay, but still, like, what his legacy? Oh no, I, I, I totally understand that. I, I think there's there's two if there's things no there. Simi Howard, then you don't have Christian Pulisic going over for seventy plus mil to Chelsea. I, I, I completely agree. Like, I think that do there's two. Realize? Like, <laughs> no, that's the thing about it. Like, United fans, a lot of them don't watch the national team. Like, they don't watch the Premier League. All they, they watch is don't Atlanta. Realize what Simi Howard did? Man. They don't. Mm? They don't. I, 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 I don't. They don't. Can, can, we, can we call them out? I'm going to say, like, I think that there's a, a lot of people here are into Plastic. it. No, I'm, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say that they're into Atlanta United. Everything else is like a I mean, distant I, I get that. I, I get that. And, like, as we talk with Prez, but, like we, we talk about, you know, the culture of your local mm-hmm. support and everything. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, you have a legend. Yeah. He is a national icon within the soccer community. Like he is the man. I mean, I still think about that game. Who's but when you have people who are still relatively new to the game, and pretty much their their main exposure is Atlanta United, like they're not going to have the proper appreciation for a player like Tim Howard, like that that mo- like most of us will. And I saw he did a jersey swap with Guzan. Yeah, I think he did the jersey swap goes on. Yeah, cause but I, you don't see him. They don't do it like you know how they do it in NBA with Dwayne Wade and you know the, 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 <laughs> like you don't see that jersey swap thing going on because honestly, I mean honestly, that's that's actually been a bar of soccer culture forever. And NBA is jo- you know they bite they bite shit yeah, out they jack and soccer soccer culture, <laughs> but like that's a huge moment there. Yeah, the fact that you know Timmy is switching with Guzan and in the game because they were both number ones. Right. 
for the national team, and they're both of the same era and generation. Like Guzan was really Timmy's backup for the longest. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if it weren't for Timmy, Guzan would have been the main man for the longest. For a hot man. Yeah, and Ramo- um, what's his name? Yeah. I mean, like Guzan could actually look at Timmy Howard like, "Fuck you, man!" Like, yeah, no, because like because there was a while like during the 2014 cycle, I was like, "Yeah, you know, like how how was Timmy's the man, but." Guzan's over here doing work. Guzan was doing work, and even when he was in England, like he was doing work. Yeah, like and it wasn't until like like he had that one shank, yeah. uh, and it was like yeah. everything else kind of like went downhill. But like there was like a good year. I was like, Guzan's actually Guzan our best. Guzan was going to work over in Europe, and think about it, Timmy was still like you know, like he like he was he, was he was just beginning to fall off. I was like, you need to be hollering at, at Guzan like that. That's that's our guy. But you, and, you, and you talk about play, like you talk about expectations, and you know we we talk about all these transfers and stuff like that, like. I mean, I still, I still remember when Timmy was at Manchester United. Mm-hmm. When that transfer happened, and he played like shit. Like, and the thing about like to see American, you know, me as an American keeper to see an American keeper go to my favorite team, I'm like, I want to see this boy ball out, and he played horrible. All right, you know, it was not a success. And yeah. to see him bounce back from that, yeah, is amazing. But, but and to be able to come like a World Cup player of the game type of thing like that, like you got like, show, yeah. You got to show respect. But to uh, go back to a point that you were making before, I, I do think that he's not getting the, the proper he's, love. He should that, be on a farewell tour, seriously, mm-hmm. right I now. I think he's getting the proper love that he, that, that he deserves. All mainly because his, he's in Colorado. Boom. He's in Colorado, which is a horrible market as yeah. far as just anything goes. Day, Unless it's weed. Colorado is yeah. not a great market. Because, like, remember, he, his lot's in Memphis now, so it's like, you know. Memphis not on one, rise up. I think he's going to play there. I think he's going to give them one I, season. I, I think that would be, like, cool. Yeah. I think that'd he's going to give dope them one season. That'd be beyond dope. He's going to do, like, a little player-manager role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a player-owner role. Yeah. Player-owner. <laughs> <laughs> you out the team. <laughs> Pack up your shit. Pat Ronaldo did. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I, I do think that like if he, if he was in a larger market, he would be getting so much more love than he's getting in in Colorado. MLSsoccer.com came out with an article, I believe it was on Sunday or Monday, basically talking about how the Rapids are admitting that they cannot. There's a big gap between them and every, and everyone else, and it's like you wouldn't have this problem if you had promotion relegation. But that's a whole different story. Oh, gosh. But um, oh, you think they would be good in the second division? They're just not spending money. I, I think yeah, that that's the, it's the gap they're is tight financial. With their pockets. They're, they're well, tight no, well, money. Their owner is worried. Is worried is up in L.A. trying to build a stadium up in Englewood. So right. like that's that's where his so focus if, is. Like he like he's not even getting Arsenal so any any love. If so it's like your yeah. owner isn't spending any money. Well, I mean, duh. At the end of the day, like. But like you you have a situation because like, for one, the Rapids are outside of Denver. Much kind of like how we were talking about the, with the fire a couple of weeks ago, how they're way outside of Chicago. They're kind of outside the the peripherals of people within the ma- the main city hub. Is it a peripheral? Yes, I, I, I'm using big words. Is that a new car? Hey, you can call me Ti. You can call. You can call. You can call me Ti. I'll use the big words. But, uh, but they're not they're not in that city hub, so mm-hmm. you're not out there like seeing merch being sold like that. Like so, it's out of mind. And for they have Kellen Acosta, Kai Kamara. They have they have a lot of good players there. Like on paper, they should be good. And I think it's on a, on an organizational level, they just they, they're not getting the fuck. It's, it's 
it's worse they, than, than, than the revs. Yeah, they need they need the Rooney effect to really turn around. They, they no, think they, about DC DC before Rooney got there. I don't even think Same it's that situation because they, they have work. players that should they should be doing well. It's just that you have an ownership that's just saying we don't care. So Ringo, I think I forwarded this on to you. About uh, did you see that? I think it was like the Bleacher Report video or something of that. You know, talking about uh, you know, Ronaldo, and he was worried about his aging. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, I called it. You know, I, I called it. Ronaldo could come to MLS. And but be, I mean, America soccer. And, and, you know, and be a star. You saw how it was advertised as like the retirement league. Well, that's this. It was done by a bunch of year of snobs. <laughs> <laughs> Come see me, you know what I mean? You know, this, I, I tell you, there. Oh, they can see you on Instagram because you're now back on that bitch. Oh, <laughs> temporarily. I'm only on for the show. Oh, my coming. <laughs> Ringo coming. Ringo but, coming. The, the retirement league. I mean, there was a lot of guys that came over here that struggled. So, you know, it just depends on where you go. You don't have to play on turf. You know, you can come. You yeah, know, it, you know. You it, won't get recognized in public. Yeah. You get left alone, be like, ah, oh, I can breathe. You know, it is what it is. MLS top ten league. You know, it is what it is. There we go. I know, right? Now we have sexy. There we go. So let's let's, let's take see. let's go to Europe, man. Let's talk about. Actually, no. We, um, before we go to Europe, I, I do want to go ahead and get our interview in with Prez. Uh, like I said, you know, amazing to chop chop it up with my guy. Like uh, he's been working with Copa Kick TV. Now he's doing stuff with uh, with Nike basketball. He's been basically. Uh, I was actually looking at one of his uh, old uh, Copa ninety videos, and like, like he and I are kind of like on the same same wavelength as far as like where we want to take, you know, their perspectives of, of black soccer and in America, and so to to, to get his energy was you know beyond. Uh, you know, great, great to, to have y'all uh, listening on because I was like, I, I want to make sure that all of us were here when we got a chance to talk to him. So, yo, enjoy this interview with Prez. We'll be back. We'll be talking in Europe. And, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get y'all in a second. Europe. Damn. I told you to be on iPhone, bro. Y'all ain't going to cover my neck, man. <laughs> I was like, wait, why'd it go quiet? What happened? There we go. There we go. Prez, what's happening with you, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I can't call it, man. It's, 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 a, good, it's a good day in the A. It's been, it's been warm and, and sunny. Now, what's going on your way, man? Uh, you know, regular New York shit. It's kind of gray. It's kind of rainy. Sometimes it's high. Still smells like garbage, you know? It is what it is. Grimy lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, son, we out here, bro. We out here. But yeah, man, I I wanted to, to have you on the show, man. Like you know, of course, you and me, like we we go back shit a oh, good no. ten years, I think. Way back, ten years, damn son, y'all, you make me feel crazy old right now, damn. Yo, like, 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 ten whole years. Because I was thinking about this uh, yesterday um, when I text, I was like. Yo, like I remember, let's like going going at it in, in the uh, in the Facebook group. So don't tread on this and everything. Like, oh, oh man. So like, just to give y'all some backstory here. So like, there was this uh, Facebook. It, it might still be up and running. I don't know, but basically, mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of American outlaws uh, heads just all yeah. over the country and everything. 
me and Press is like basically like black sheep of the group because like we were over here talking black. <laughs> 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 I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. We were like the only ones like really talking like, hey, let's open up the system. Let's, you know, Pearl Rail and all that shit. And like we were doing that shit like 10 good years ago. Of course, mm-hmm. um, you know, him from New York, me, I was still I was still in Richmond at the time. And then, you know, of course, with me being down here in Atlanta, I was like, you know, like we actually linked up. Last time I saw I saw Press was Soccer Bowl 2013, Cosmo mm-hmm. and our Silverback session. God damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that that let's just oh, are you, are you that might be on my side then. No, 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 no. I'm on I'm on a pixel. Hold on a second. No, no, he no, real like, I'm gonna get that. It, what, you know what? Might have been me. Switch, man. Make the switch. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I, made, I made the switch. I got a pixel female, so I'm, oh, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, man. Oh, yeah. I got a very iPhone. It's a good. It's a good phone, right? It's a fucking fantastic <laughs> phone. All right, all right, all right. So jump back in. Wait, I left. When we left off, we were talking about uh, Silverbacks 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so I, I I just um I was asking that like 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 what have you been up to like basically let's let's talk about this late like what have you been up to lately what have what I've been up to you know I've been working the freelance scene um you know what I mean after after I stepped away from Copa I did some work with Vice I did some work with I had a, I had a food show can you believe that shit yeah yeah oh, yeah man I did that for a little bit until I gained a little bit too much weight and then I uh. Uh, since then, I've just been working some new projects. You know, what I mean, I just wrapped up uh, writing for the uh, Nike basketball uh, commercial that was out for the playoffs. Um, so that's what I just wrapped up on, and you know, lot of stuff coming in the future. Cool, cool, cool. So for people who don't know uh, Prez, um, just like he had, had mentioned, uh, uh, he used to work with Copa ninety. Well, first off. He, he got discovered by Kick TV. Like there was a, a correspondent contest. Basically, they're trying to find their their next big correspondent. And tell us, like, what, um, like how that how that came about? Yeah, you know, uh, Copa ninety put out some, you know, video. They were looking for, you know, somebody to kind of travel the world with and stuff like that. So, um, I put in a video on literally the last day. I got a call a few weeks later. You know what I mean? They were gonna come to New York and shoot a video. Um, you know, talk a little bit about my club, myself, and stuff like that. And uh, Ellie Minjum shows up, and um, there's no football on because it's Thanksgiving. So he comes to my family's house, and, you know, we're shooting the shit. And uh, I guess we made an epic video because I won. And then, yeah, I did, when I was with Copa, uh, I did most of their branded stuff. So a lot of the, like, co-branded projects that they, they were, like, ESPN FC and NBC Sports. I did the Euros um you know we did stuff for verizon and stuff like that so yeah it was it was it was a good time man you're 2016 uh you did that with espn right yeah 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 i did that with espn C and stuff like that so um yeah the years was 2016 wait was it 2016 yeah, man. yeah holy shit yeah damn that sounds so long ago man i remember that shit like it was yesterday but yeah man for those who don't know who who is who is your club of choice um, my club of choice, uh, is, it's the New York Cosmos, but back in the day when I was, uh, still hopping in the bars and running around, I used to run around with the Manchester United guys watching them. So yeah, man. Cool. What do you mean? What do you mean used to? Like you used to be a fan of them now? No, I have a deep appreciation of Manchester United football club, but 
honestly, like when you get everything goes out the window. You know what I mean? I haven't. There's no time to go to bars. You know what I mean? Like I'm preparing for the next match or whatever. So there's no time for me to like show up at a bar like 8 a.m. and get shit faced. I'm I'm trying to paint tifo. I'm trying to get ready. You know what I mean? Plan these trips. Get out here. Yeah, because uh, Cosmos had uh had their first game this season on on was it Saturday? Yep. How'd that game go? Uh, well, you know, it was it worked out pretty well. You know, we were we were a little bit worried uh, with uh, you know being double relegated and stuff like that. You know, we were playing in the second division up until the USL took that. And now we're playing down in the NPSL in the fourth division. But we won. We beat a bunch of college kids two uh, nil. So it was still a party in the stands. And uh, you know, we actually pulled pretty well for our first game in the fourth division. So. Well, right around like a little over three thousand people, so full stand, so it's good. Yo, yeah, sorry, about that you want to try Skype? Yeah, let's try, let's try Skype real quick. Let's try that. I right, bet. So yeah, so for people who don't already know uh about cosmos uh they were in a second division uh nesl the reboot of nesl cosmos mm-hmm. but three out of four championships yep no no four out of five no yeah was it three out of five or four out of five i ain't sure no more so that feels like forever ago uh, yeah three, uh, uh yeah four out of five now that i think about it yeah so that was in like d3 usl no dude Two, two. No, that was yeah, that was, was yeah. right. Yeah. Was, yeah, and basically, Cosmos went to war with with U.S. Soccer and and MLS, and yeah, they they right right now everything's kind of hurt right now. So basically, what's what's been going on? Yeah, man. So we're still kind of fighting these lawsuits um, that you know I guess our club decided to jump into day fucking one, um, you know. But uh, good on them. But yeah, so we, I mean, we're still fighting these lawsuits. Of course, you have the one with uh, Miami FC and um, Kingston Stockade, who we're actually playing this weekend uh, against the USSF. Uh, and then you have, of course, the one that the NASL formally is, uh, you know, has up against the USSF as well. Um, they're two separate lawsuits. Um, I don't believe that the Cosmos have an individual lawsuit with the USSF, but I know, I know the the former second division as a body does. Um, and as far as that's going, we won't hear anything, I guess, until the next court date, which isn't set for a little bit of time. Um, I mean, we're we're kind of at a, a, a stalemate. Um, you know, we've been we've been fighting against the the USSF since day one, so. I've never really been allowed to enjoy football. It's always been some sort of political bullshit for me. Um, but, you know, hopefully if we win, you know, the game will be significantly different than it is right now. Yeah, so Cosmos, you know, especially being double relegated, how do you feel about, you know, NYCFC coming into town? And, like, what's your, what's your opinion? How, how's your feelings towards, like, New York City? Yeah, well, you know what? I'll tell you this. Um, I'll, you know, I'll try to give you the quick and the quick and short story. Uh, so, I mean, New York is very small. Of course, it all started with like Metro Stars and Red Bulls, and then 
um, when Metro Stars turned into Red Bulls, a lot of people left like being Red Bull fans and started this NYC to MLS thing, which became the Borough Boys, which got the Cosmos. Um, you know, and then late on, we found out that the Cosmos and, and, and MLS were beefing, so we weren't going to get that MLS spot. Um, we decided that we already threw our bed with the Cosmos and they were our club and they deserved our support. So we stuck with them and everybody who left our fandom to go to NYCFC or left after that even, those, those are the people that ended up at City. So I feel a little bit strongly about NYCFC. Um, there's a lot of people who, you know, there's a lot of good people over there. You know, your boy who you had on, uh, I know he's out in the scene and I know he's doing it for the culture for them. Um, you know, he's cool people, you know, but there's a lot of people at NYCFC I don't speak to anymore, like, and it's on site. So, like, it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like that. I mean, every time we've ever played each other, we clash. And I'm not talking like, because there are good people, you know what I mean? There are people who, like, you know, who just sit in the main stand and just have an NYCFC hat, you know, just chilling. And that's cool. Um, you know, you know, I know they don't have any sort of connection to them as a thing, but, like, um, there are people who who were at that club who were Cosmos fans, who were Cosmos fans even maybe like two years ago. Um, and, you know, it's, it's every time we pl- played each other in Open Cup or um, even like the fan tournaments or like that little five aside that they throw on um, throw on in the middle of Times Square. Um, it's always been a thing. So, I mean, I, I can only imagine it's always going to be a thing. So yeah, um, you, it, it, you mentioned Is that, that too hot for y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, let's keep it. Let's keep it going. We want more hot fire. Yeah. But no, the truth. Speaking of yeah, speaking about some of those games, uh, I think it was the 2015 Open Cup, the mm-hmm. one uh, at Hofstra. Uh, Yo. So tell us about your experience, because I, I, I asked Rox about that one, and he was yeah. like, you know, like, like he was about to start swinging on on everybody. So like, tell me your experience from the green and white side. Yeah, so I mean that was the first derby we ever had against them, and um, I mean we've been we've been itching for that one for a long time. Um, I know that at the time they didn't care about us; it was more like a one-sided type thing. Um, but we definitely made sure that at least you know uh, they'll definitely care about us now. You know what I mean? Like even if, if we didn't, you know, if we didn't win in the if we didn't win on the field, we were going to try to win off the field in regards to like being louder than them, supporting, um, you know, at least making our case for, you know, our club's existence. Um, so, yeah, man, that game was that game was hot, man. That game was hot. That was the first time we ever clashed. Um, I remember those. I remember that, man. It was it was crazy. Um, a lot That's of people pretty- are banned from Hofstra forever. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to ask like, because that's basically the match to get, that basically got a Cosmo kicked out of Hofstra. Yeah, yep. Right after that. So, um, I mean, when we played Red Bull, it was kind of like, you know, it was it was banter. It was rivalry because at that point, you know, we'd got over the the beefs and the scraps that we had back in the day. Um, so, like, it was it was all peace. Like, we didn't like each other. You know, but we were never going to like, we were never going to clash like we did back in the day. Um, I know that some of the old Borough Boys and uh, Empire Supporters Club uh, used to clash um, just because it was like early on and shit like that. But um, I kind of think like we got over that. But when we played City, yo, son, I never, I've never seen football 
Darby like that since ever. I went to Mexico. Like, no, just in America, in the US. Yeah. I've never seen that. And I've never seen that. And I've seen everything at this point. You know what I mean? I've seen Toronto, Montreal, I've seen Vancouver, Seattle, all that Portland stuff is cool. But City NYC uh, Cosmos, NYCFC, there's nothing hotter than that. It's too hot. It's way too hot. I, I like I've been to Mexico and that shit had me shook. Like it's crazy. So when you say it's hot, like everybody's catching hands and throwing hands and all that. Oh boy, boy, yo, just for nothing, <laughs> for nothing. Um, I don't even think I don't even think the clubs are ready because it was like people are just standing in line for the bathroom. People that aren't even like in a crew, not rolling or nothing. Like they just scrapping with other people in the line. I'm like dads on dads. It's like yo, your kids are right behind you. What's up? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like I remember one guy. Yo, it was crazy. I remember one guy was just like he was like. Uh, one guy, uh, I think it was like a one guy with his like kids, like teenage kids. They're walking over to the bathroom are on our end of the ground. They have their own bathrooms that were set up on their side to keep them separate from us. Um, but they literally walked to use the bathroom like on the other side of the stadium. So they were being dickheads. So just one random Cosmos dad was like, yo, don't use his bathroom. So the young kid was like, yo, you ain't gonna fucking tell me what to do. And then they got into it. And that's actually how it kicked off. Cause once that happened, all shit went loose, yeah. like we're fighting up and down the stand, like tripping on the bathroom. <laughs> no, not that ass, like you would have thought, but like that's how it that's how that's exactly I remember because I was standing right behind my one of my boys, and then it popped off at the bathrooms between those two dads. I was like, Oh bet. <laughs> um this is and, what this yeah. is like. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. And then the thing is like the thing is like it's like you know, we were on our side of the stand, we were on their side of the stand, we were on top, we were on the bottom, you know what I mean? Everywhere, it was crazy. Um, and it's not something that you kind of want to be like, yo, this is the game or whatever. But like, in regards to like a derby, like it's never, I've never seen that. I've never seen that in American soccer anywhere. Nothing as hot as that. And the, you know, you get the like the Rebel Boys always talking about DC back in the day, it was hot, but like, there's no derby like that. I think the only thing that probably comes close is, uh, Tampa, Orlando, that's hot because those guys do not like each other. Or um, if y'all ever play the Silverbacks, that's gonna be crazy. Um, so yeah, nah, that's that's the hell. They get an owner. I swear, I swear. I mean, y'all, y'all got y'all got your own issues with that, but you know what I mean. But no, yo, no, there was, you know, but I want that. Like I, want no, I want that too. A derby is what makes the, the game exciting. There needs to be multiple clubs in the same city because you know, you, like you'll have those lines. It's like you have always supported the Cosmos. You'll no matter if if another if they make a New York three, you'll always be Cosmos. Fuck mm-hmm. else. And we need yep. that here in Atlanta. It's like because a lot of people just jump ship on the Silverbacks, and there's a lot of Silverback fans that say they'll never go to Atlanta United match. Mm-hmm. So like that's how you grow the game here is you have to have that diehard fandom up and down the pyramid. Absolutely, my guy. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get in conversations like, yo, do these guys feel me? Do they understand what it's like? But honestly, like, if you if you love this game, you know a good Darby when you see it. And it draws those lines and it and it just like gasses itself up. Um, you know. So I know I know a lot of people who like no matter what, like just random like families, just like not even like hardcore section people that will follow the cosmos over that, over that NYCFC clash. Um, like they're just like, yo, this isn't my team forever. I don't give a shit. 
I, I think what's also interesting, Chris, from your standpoint is that, you know, I, I run into a lot of people from, you know, overseas who you ask them who they're fans of or like just uh, yesterday I ran to a guy who's from uh, England or whatever and he was saying that he was a Sheffield Wednesday fan, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, that you got promoted. promoted, yeah. Right. And so, like, you know, here Shut in the, but like, you know, here in the States, since mm-hmm. it's the culture of soccer is just now starting to become mainstream and everybody's, you know, liking the top teams or whatever, you rarely mm-hmm. have those people that are fans of like that niche type of team. Whereas, you know, I, I hate to say, it, even though with all the history of the original Cosmos and now the new, you know, the rebirth, if you will, and it's, it's cool to hear that, like, you know, there's still that you know, that vibrant energy and that, like, yo, don't fuck with us type of mentality. Yeah, you know, man. And you know what? See that because otherwise, you know, we have a lot of, like, uh, Ikea-style fans, if you if you get my drift. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. But that's what tournaments like the Open Cup are important to right. me here because you get teams like Cosmos, you know, you get Tampa Bays, you get these clubs that no one really heard about. Yeah. You know, or unless you've been in the scene, you right. were you were on, you know, the soccer forums back in the day, <laughs> and like stuff like that's the only way you hear about it. Um, but that's that's exciting. So, like, our Cosmos have, did they make the the next round of the the Open Cup? Do you know? Did they let? Did they let? Wait, them? wait for for after after that year? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm talking about like right now. Tournament's kicking oh, off. Oh, right now. Well, we're 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 gonna start. We start in the first round, so we're playing a team uh, from. Some fucking place in the middle of no fucking where. Uh, <laughs> respect to those people. Respect to them. I forget their name. I think they're called BlackRock. Actually, I don't know where that is, but it's probably somewhere in the Northeast. You know, maybe they'll have maybe they'll have a few fans, and that's cool. You know, what I mean, we're always cool with people who are cool with us. Um, and yeah, it'll be fun qualifying for the first round. Excuse me, um, because last year, no, not even last year, um, when we last played the Open Cup, which might have might be two years ago. Damn, I'm old. Um, yeah, we didn't even get past our, our third round or our second round at the time. We lost to, like, Reading United, which was affiliated with, like, uh, Philadelphia Union or some shit. So that was pretty depressing. So I hope we, I hope we do well qualifying out of the first round, but it's going to be different. So for those of you who, who aren't familiar with, with Cosmos, Chris, tell us about basically what the culture is of Cosmos today. Of course, everyone knows all about, you know, Pele and Beckenbauer and, and uh, Carlos Alberto. Like, 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 what is Cosmos of 2019? Yeah, so Cosmos of the 2019 is, a, honestly, like with the history and all that stuff is great and we respect it and it's there for us to kind of inherit. Um, but the, the ethos of the burden for a while. A burden, yeah. What was that? Sorry, was, what burned for a while? I said that it was it was a bit of a burden for a while because because it, it felt like everything yeah. that the team had to do was kind of the matchup which had to compare to what they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I mean it was it was a bit of a burden on the club for a little while. I mean it's not as if it didn't work out for us. I mean we did get Marco Senna, one of the greatest midfielders of all time, you know, to kind of represent to kick off this kind of new era of of the club. Um, but you know. The, the ethos is completely different. Honestly, like, we're a com- almost a completely different club in regards to mentality. Um, yes, we like to play good football. That's probably one of the only things that carried over. Um, we love beautiful football. But other than that, like, we're not looking to 
uh, spend the most money on the biggest, shiniest player. We'd rather get like a good veteran and surround them with some young boys from the area. You know what I mean? A lot of boys from Jackson Heights and Corona and stuff. Um, you know, we had a lot of that coming through our team at the time. Um, you know, we get the odd journeyman, but we were a very scrappy team. And our mentality was always from the jump because of this war that we kind of inherited from the U.S. beef and with the USSF for so long and MLS. Um, it's always been that us versus them uh, hardcore mentality from the club, from the top all the way to the bottom. So, like, you can imagine, like, you know what I mean? Our, Rocco, I mean, we we already have our beef with MLS and, and USSF for a separate reason. But, like, when you, your owner is a billion bajillionaire and also has that same beef, has that same hardcore yeah. mentality, you can only imagine what kind of trouble we're going to get into. And, of course, we've been in a fair amount of trouble from the top and the bottom. So, yeah, Rocco, um, so got beef with everybody. <laughs> wait, what happened? Say Rocco Camiso got beef with everybody. <laughs> Yo, and you know what? You know what? He has his own little ways. Um, you know, he's a bajillionaire. I don't I ain't gonna say who he voted for. I don't know who he voted for, but yo, that boy, that boy love a good beef, and I stand for it as long as it's in my pocket. <laughs> well, cool, man. Um like so so have you really been watching Man United lately? Like, like can, can we can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, man, let's get into it. So um you know, so, United's been kind of uh, uh, shit for a little bit, and that's okay. So, I mean, how do you feel about it? So, Sunday we had uh, United versus Chelsea. That mm-hmm. ended up in a one-one draw. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have all, all of this. out like basically all the good shit that, that started with Ole Gunnar back in December and January. Now, all of a sudden, you can't you can't win a game to save his life, and mm-hmm. you know. You have a lot of people that are still coming up on their contracts at the uh, end of the season, where they could basically just leave on on a, on a free and not and not have to go through all the transfer fees or anything like that. So, like, what's basically like been like your viewpoint as far as like where how things have broken down? Of course, obviously from this past week because you you had Barca, Chelsea, Liverpool, uh, no, uh, City, uh, lost the City. Uh, um, uh, last week, so yep. like, where where are you like re- really seeing like where the club's going right now? Um, well, I don't necessarily. I mean, I don't think any fan of, of of United or even like fans of like big institutions like United. You know, you don't like to see stuff like that. You don't like seeing them struggle or fail or anything, unless you're like from Liverpool or like whatever. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, it's 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 hard to watch somebody like die in slow motion. Uh, but that's exactly what I feel is happening, just kind of like on a slow scale. Because, I mean, the problems that they have aren't just on the field. I mean, it's one thing if you got the players that, like, it's clearly not Ole's fault at this point, I don't think, in my opinion. Um, because, you know, it's not as if they don't have the ability. They clearly showed us they had the ability by winning that line of games. But, like, to kind of, like, crap out now again and for, and crap I wouldn't say the same, but very similar reasons, it's the players, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think I, I definitely have to agree with you that we're also still seeing the true um, essence of what's going on at the heart of the team. Like, you know, even though when Jose was in control, you know, Jose has his, you know, power trip issues and his narcissistic ways. Uh, but, you know, as soon as Ole took the realm, I mean, the, the reins, he, you know, obviously that was good. But as soon as that contract was signed for him, we haven't seen any success in that regard. But still, 
you know, what's been interesting is that it seems like the players have gotten a little bit too relaxed and too confident. I mean, not even too confident, just too relaxed. I mean, yeah. Sia's with, you know, De Gea's play has been very subpar. Um, he's having all, you know, these uh, mistakes that have been. And know, he has attitude problem. Right. And he actually looks like De Gea. Like, and he mad at you, too. He's like, yo, why'd I go in and fuck you? I'm like, yo, bro, you let it in. Like, why you mad at me? <laughs> Look at the fuck. So you got that issue. Then, of course, you know, the elephant in the room with the Pogba issue. You know, and. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, since day one, I've always wanted to see Pogba succeed. You know, mm-hmm. Black you know, he's brought, you know, the whole style to the game and everything. But mm-hmm. part, at the same time, like, I hate to sound like every other pundit. Like, he's got to, you know, step up. You have, know? Have, have you uh, watched any of the Sky Sports uh, videos for Roy Keane? That board is not like Pogba. Well, I mean, <laughs> from that. No, nah, man, it's crazy. I, I will say this. Listen, man, Pogba is his own man. And, of course, me as myself, a black guy, you know, young dude, I want to see another black young dude killing it on the field. Right. You know, if he ends up being the greatest, sure, be my guest. But do I want to see him eat shit on my team? No. Get out of here, bro. Like, step off that fucking line. And if, you, if you're not really trying to do it, you know, there are a lot of players behind him that would love to get it done. There's a lot of, like, old fuckery from, like, two, 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 three horrible managers just wafting around that team. A lot of people need to get off that fucking payroll. Um, you know, one of my favorite things, it, when, I, when I said, hey, man, shit was going bad at United, it was probably, and I always mention it, and, and Greg will tell you, it was the t- it was the day uh, that we we sold PK to Barcelona to keep yeah. Jones on the fucking payroll. Yo, I almost <laughs> died, bro. I almost died. I was like, yo, bro, you gave up the best central defender of all time to keep fucking Jones. Ugly ass face, bro. Fuck out of here. Part of it was because you know they wanted to make sure they had that English background too. So that they wanted to- bro. Really? We don't make start up in this Jamaica, bro. You still had Vidic, you still had uh, Ferdinand. Like, I, I think that they probably thought that, you know, hey, this, these guys are going to last us another 10 years. And then just like, like, I always like, and you see it, like, it's, it's almost like every cycle, because before United had their run, the team was um, AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually they, they fell off. And, and now, just now, like, you're starting to see Real Madrid fall off to where, you know, they're they're needing new blood, and I think that with Man United, like you, you basically have two things working against you. One, you're still fighting the ghost of Sir Alex. Yep. And then two, because of because of what Sir Alex was to Man United, because the thing to keep in mind there is that he. Uh, among the top teams in England, he was the only one that was from there. Like everybody else is like, you know, from Portugal and France and Italy. Mm-hmm. They they don't everybody else like they're, they're not prioritizing their British player, their English player at all. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as you let him go, obviously they, they tried to, they tried to have that same type of philosophy with, with David Moyes. That shit fell flat on his ass. Mm-hmm. Chance. They didn't give him more well, easy well not only that, but like he had no he had no chance. He, yeah, 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 he had no chance. He never should have took that job. That was a poison chalice, bro. Guy to replace the guy. You want to be the guy to replace that, that other guy. guy yep. Yeah. That's how it is. But the thing is, Ole 
he, give him a chance, man. It's like the, give him the summer, let him clean the house. Like oh yeah. There's reports that Rio Ferdinand's about to be sporting director, and so you get all nah. these old, you get all these old heads that used to be around Manchester United who know what it's like to win, like teaching these young boys like, yo, this is how we think at Manchester. They'll be fine. Next year will be good. Like all this yeah, whole man. whole in doubt thing is it's just it's rough right now. I will say it was good to hear that you know Valencia, he's gonna be moving on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because like. What was it like six, seven years ago that he was player of the year? Mm-hmm. Jeez, and, bro. <laughs> like, no, cause that, cause that, and that's the and he, he had that whole curse of the number seven, too. You remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, man. He wore number seven, didn't he? Oh, man. Yo, we had some quick. Yo, son, when Ronaldo left, we just started throwing number seven at any motherfucker on the field. Like, yo, like, fucking Owen wore number seven for United. Are you fucking losing it? Like, what? <laughs> Man's it. played for fucking Liverpool. Are you kidding me? And you gave him the numbers. Yo, we were bugging. That's that crack. <laughs> That's that crack rock. That's true. But, That's true. you know, That's <laughs> That's two ghosts that you're fighting because you're still fighting the ghost of Sir Alex and then you're also fighting the ghost of Ronaldo. Like, I forgot who I was talking to yesterday, but like, you know, someone basically brought up Ronaldo. I was like, one, you can't, repl- like, I think it's people have realized you can't replace a Ronaldo, like, whatever, because you're not going to, there's not too many wingers out here, period, that can score at the clip that he that he scored, period, anywhere, whether it's Spain, England, Italy, whatever. Ronaldo is Ronaldo. There, There is, like, you might as well just go ahead and say, hey, let's just get us, let's work with a backup. Can we get that? <laughs> like, can we, can we work with that? Because after Ronaldo, that, that shit ain't working. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been it's been like that for a while now, though. You know, it was good to hear Valencia say that like he had no beef with you know management or anything like that, or no beef with anybody at the club. Like, because remember, he hasn't played, he hasn't touched field since January. Yeah, yeah. But then I mean, but then again, why would he ever have beef with? I mean, they made his career. I'm, I'm, yeah. I knew he came over from like a. I don't know if he came from a club in South America, but I mean, the man is he's Venezuelan, right? Yeah. No, he's Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian. Yeah, yeah, sorry. My bad. God damn. Before I you know what? I got on, I got on, you know, I hit it. I had I had some blueberry before I got on, so I'm a little hate. <laughs> Let y'all know. I don't know if that's allowed on your podcast, but whatever, man. It's all good. It's all good. Wait. Um, sorry. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is from that country. Um yeah, man, but like it's so hard for players to come out of countries like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's South America, but to make it at United, I mean, I would never have beef. I'd ride that fucking bench. Well, no, like, like, like what I was uh, getting at is that, you know, you've had all, like, once you realize that, okay, Moyes isn't going to work, and so it's like, okay, we have to start hiring four managers, and for those of you who don't know, like, United's always had, like, a very, no matter, like, all, no matter what big purchases big players that they they purchased, they've always had a strong domestic core, whether it's England, Scotland, Irish, they've always had that strong core. And you and you end up buying guys that, that's not from there who, who have a totally different um, mindset and, and perspective on things. And then they're not nearly as attached to May United being May United uh, from, from their point of view. And you end up with a bunch of guys that either have stayed there too long 
and are no longer who the guys who they were when they first got there, or they should have never been there in the first place. Mm, yeah, yeah, I could see that. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. I mean, but think about it like this: just the way that the game is right now, we'll never see that kind of like somebody like coming in and doing it right and then leaving at the right time ever again. You know what I mean? Like Fergie was the last of it. So, I mean, whatever comes from now, I don't know. I don't even know what the modern game is going to look like next year. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man, you know, I wish, I wish, you know, I wish they do better. Fuck it. I don't know. But actually before, before, before we, before we switch over to the next thing, I actually had a question for y'all. What's up? Because I didn't want to stray too far from, um, you know, talking about, uh, you know, your club. Who are y'all hyped to play in the Open Cup? Like, who's your beef? Who are you trying to get at? Ha. <laughs> oh, I hear things are pretty hot with Orlando, but, you know. Is it? Is <laughs> I mean, they talk shit on y'all all the time. Yeah, they talk shit about everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Like, Orlando is, like... It might be damn near meth capital of the world. <laughs> so, you know, so like, honestly, man, like if you want to get at it with anybody, like uh, Miami, what's the club down there in Miami? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miami. Yes. You know, you know. I, honestly, I think last year would have been our chance of winning a, a double um, if we didn't, you know, shit the bed down there. So, like, if if the stars aligned, hold on, hold on. last year we lost to Chicago. The first before, year, was, yeah, the year before, the year before was Miami. Was Miami. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, like, one of you know them, or you know, I still like to me personally, DC United is always our kryptonite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would love to see DC high in the tournament and just knock them out, man. Because I mean, the mm-hmm. team is good. Like, there's there's beef on the field. Like, their fans really don't. DC fans really don't travel. So, like, we yeah. don't. Yeah, we really don't get that chance. You know, you know who don't travel. Orlando's no. they just they just played NYC uh, last week. Nobody was there. Nobody was there. Yo, meth man, you can't get a real job. I mean. <laughs> 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 but so that's what the Open Cup to me. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like like getting back to New York. So like with everything that, that that you've done over pretty much the last what ten years now, like like what is what is your viewpoint as far as like where New York soccer culture can can really go from here. You know, you still have basically Red Bulls, NYC. You have Cosmos doing their thing. Like, I like. How does that environment flow? Um, and where and where do you see it going from here? Um, as far as New York football culture, I believe that um a lot stems on the way the way it's going to go is. is it's very kind of connected to what happens in the next few, I guess, cycles. Um, you know, I called it from jump. You can ask anybody over at Copa 90 US. I said the US wasn't qualifying for the World Cup. We didn't. And you're seeing the effects of it now. You know what I mean? Drop off at Red Bull has been immense. They're tarping seats off. City, like, claimed they had, like, what, 11, 12,000. It looked more like 9,000 on TV. Uh, the Cosmos are in the third division, no, fourth division now. I mean, we still filled the ground, but that's 3,000 people. We used to we used to do at least seven, so um, seven to 11. So, um, you know, I feel like 
what happens in regards to the way that the game is treated here. Um, I mean, a new TV contract ain't going to do shit for people sitting in the stands. They're either going to care about the game in this country or they're going to, you know, chill watching. Um, so I think it's very important that the USSF or whoever the people are in charge of, you know. MLS. Yeah, MLS. Oh, good. I can say that. All right, bet. <laughs> um, you know, the people in power, you know, do something about the state of the game because this is this is not sustainable. Um, you know, MLS going to 30 teams, bro. What? Come on, son. Like, unless you're trying to like split up and like create something new, yet you don't need 30 teams. Come on. And for how much? Something million, 40 million, or 100 million each? Yo, bro, you wallet. Um, Million. No, ain't nobody next, playing for that. Huh? Yeah. Next, unless you get oil tycoon money. Yeah, so, no, nah, it's not happening. We ain't even pulling TV numbers like that. You know what I mean? Like, as yeah, a whole. Like, last episode, I think MLS is, you know, we're modeling that NFL style. So we'll stop at 32. You know, you have multiple divisions. I, I think that's what they want. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, though. I know you see the soccer peers. Like, you guys don't want it. But that's Why? that's the reality we're gonna have. Oh so no, you- it might it might actually be the reality. But I mean, I gotta do my best to like fight against it because that's not what I believe. And it's not even a purist thing. Like if you just think about it from an economic point of view, the numbers don't fucking make sense. You know what I mean? They bleed money every year, and then the biggest income is from expansion. Unless we get a significant boost in the next few years. Say they go to 30 team and the next time they go to 30, if they're still bleeding money and we're not getting TV money, then they're going to start bleeding money and not have the chance for expansion. There's only so many states. There's only so many cities. You know what I mean? Before we start. Sorry, sorry. Am I, am I cutting too deep? Am I, am I breaking up your, your little dream, your little capitalist dream over there? Welcome to the world outside of MLS, bro. It's dark here and it's communism. <laughs> Hey, listen, man, it's nothing but rosebuds and flower pots. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, I'm saying, though, like, it was weird because I was talking, uh, literally, I, I was interviewing with somebody yesterday from a magazine, and, and, like, they were like, you know, American soccer is growing and stuff, and, you know, we'd love to know what's happening in America. And I'm like, yo, cool, man, that's awesome. I'm down with that, you know, soccer is trying to grow. It's trying to do its best. So, what do you mean try? And I was like, well, bro. Outside of MLS, everything's on fire and everybody's dying. Um, so, I mean, if you look, but you're mm-hmm. right there. Outside of MLS, everyone is starving, and that's everybody's what you- hungry. And it's not even like that. Like jobs is on the line, son. Like, and that's people- the thing. U.S. soccer isn't doing their job as a federation as protecting the pyramid. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I, I personally have a problem with that. Like, I love MLS. Like, I, I've always loved MLS. So I like. You know, with with its problems, you couldn't know, tell. you know, you couldn't tell, couldn't yeah. Tell. But like, yeah, yeah, you're right. We need to add some structure below MLS and start feeding some of these. Like, some of that TV money needs to trickle down. Like, it does. Our solidarity payments and all that. We need to start paying like USL, NPSL, you know, USL. I mean, uh, what is it? Uh, United Soccer Premier, USPL. Yeah. Like these clubs need to start. It needs to go all the way down, bro. Like, yeah. Even, like it's simple yeah. stuff. It's simple maths, bro. It's but simple maths, like. See, that's like, the thing, though. It's because MLS keeps saying, yo, we're competing with Premier League and stuff like that. You're not, though. But 
Exactly, but they're, they're they keep you telling that with Mexico. and it's bl- and it's blinding people that that lower divisions aren't getting the love they need. And U.S. soccer just seems like whatever. We're getting money from youth soccer. We don't care. No, U.S. soccer, not even that, bro. Like, I mean, look at how much money they made. Like selling the uh, combined uh, U.S. national teams and MLS contract. I mean, it's not it's not going to stop them from bleeding. I mean, it's not going to stop MLS from bleeding, but the money that that the USSF takes, it's not as if they're losing because they sell out their stadiums. They, I mean, up until recently, they qualified for World Cup. The women are world champions times over, but yet they, and and they had a record um, month, uh, they had a record year um, in regards to uh, uh, bringing money in. I forget the exact report that it was. They had a record year and that was the same year that the women said, yo, you need to pay us equal. And they, they tried to pretend like they was broke. Yeah. So no, yeah, the federation's not even like even at the top level they're screwing up. You, you mean you can't pay women equal, bro? Yo, you wildin', son. That, what if that's my daughter, son? You, it's beef. Great. It's beef, like on a spiritual level with me. So that's why. I mean, being a Cosmos fan in New York doesn't only mean you like the Cosmos. It comes with a whole bunch of like soccer political like shit. So, so as a- far as as far as soccer in New York. It's going to get deeper. It's going to get more hardcore um, in regards to, like, you know, the love for the game and the love for these clubs that these people have because when the game's struggling, you're going to trench into your club, you know? Cosmos people, again, you know, like, we struggle all the time, but now, like, you know, that Red Bull are seeing less numbers and City are seeing less numbers. These people who stay, these people who fight for these clubs are now going to be like, yo, this is my club. Yo, fuck it. We, we ride in. Um, and then my best case scenario is that, you know, maybe the USSF sees the light of day and they make some reforms. I'm not even asking for anything crazy, but I'm at least asking for, you know, the, my, my club to be allowed to survive, to have the chance to survive. Um, yeah, for the great heart to grow three times the size and just start bursting out the seams and all that shit. Equitable funding. Yeah, man. I, I feel you, friends. I feel you. So, so one one last question before you know, we wrap up. Like, yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's, it's been way too, long, way too long since you and I have really chopped it up. Anyway, but um, um, the St. Pauli game, how, yeah, how did uh, how did that uh, come about? Uh, so back in the day, in like two thousand and seven, uh, when I was rolling with the Burrow Boys, um, you know, there's still still a bunch of them out there, you know, but we're all old now. Um, I was the youngest of them, and I'm turning thirty. My body's not working no more. I got the young boys on the terraces I can't keep up with, son. It's mad out here. But anyways, back in those days, um, we we as Cosmos fans, we uh, the Burrow Boys came out of a Celtic bar. We were founded with a lot of kind of like Celtic, the football club uh, vibes around it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, those people ended up founding AONYC, uh, AO North Jersey, da da da. Like you know, a lot of the AOs that came out of the Northeast at that time were influenced by AO and YC and kind of what happened at that time, as well as being connected to Celtic. Celtic is connected to St. Pauli. So those Cosmos fans, some local St. Pauli fans and um, Celtic fans all came together to create St. Pauli NYC. And I believe either, yeah, the end of last year was their 10th year anniversary. And even from Jump Street, St. Pauli NYC has been a big, bigger they have a bigger fan base than cosmos fans um just because they're they attract the bigger club so you'll get people who come on vacation from hamburg to new york um 
and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger um, in regards to like people who would come from Hamburg, be in New York and come to that club or locals or Celtic fans or Cosmos fans. And it, to the point where players started showing up every off season, and then the president of the club started showing up every off season. And with our connection with St. Paul NYC, um, a lot of Celtic, uh, or a lot of Cosmos fans are, um, you know, we know the president Oki uh, of St. Pauli on a first name basis. You know what I mean? We know some of the players who come to New York. You know, I got photos with like uh, Kala, who is a uh, midfielder uh, defender for years at St. Pauli. You know what I mean? Um, and he just showed up at the bar and we all got shit faced. It was lit. Uh, so, I mean, after that, we started a, like, it was a, it's a proper friendship in New York. St. Pauli, NYC, and Cosmos fans, and Celtic fans. In New York, we all go together. So, um, you know, it was only a matter of time. We'd always been discussing it amongst ourselves. And when Oki came, we suggested it one time, and maybe it stuck. He started showing up at Cosmos games, you know, and with this new um, thing that's going on with the, the, um, the German Football Federation, uh, you know, kind of pushing uh, Bundesliga clubs to play games in the U.S. in the summertime, St. Pauli was like, well, we, if we want to collect on our, uh, you know, German Federation money, let's, let's, let's play friendly. They started off with Detroit because they kind of have that similar ethos in that way. Um, and then they did Portland too, and now they're doing us. But I, I want to say, oh, they're doing us in Buffalo. But I want to say, I think for us, maybe it's a little bit special because we've been connected um, on this level for 10 years now. Um, we send boys over to uh, Hamburg for the Derby every year. And, you know, so the back and forth has already started in regards to like, you know, just kind of just being cool, being people for 10 years. Cool. And then it happened. Yo, I still need my jersey. Uh, yeah, son. I mean, like, why don't you just come and get that shit, bro? Like, why are you stalling? You know you like New York. Come on. Are we traveling up to New York? That's what we're doing? I mean, ain't nothing but spirit. I mean, if like, y'all want to come through, be my guest, bro. I'll take care of y'all. Let's go, life. We will do that. But yo, Brez, my guy, man, I'm so glad you, uh, you you came up on this bitch, man. But uh, Yeah, but man, yeah. I'm glad to do it anytime y'all guys need. You know what I mean? I was just like, yo, why it took so long, though? Yo, yo, like. We we we've been we've been trying to build, man. Like, you know, we we had to get up to your level, man. Like, so, nah, like you, you, it's all good. It's all good, bro. Still building. Dude, we still trying to figure this out. Hey, a, a day at a nah, time. You know what? Y'all doing a damn good job because I'll tell you what, y'all y'all are out here. You know what I mean? Y'all are y'all are doing something. And if y'all are still recording, y'all are doing something that are like is very important. Um, you know, on so many levels to have black uh, black voices speaking our game because for a long time i just thought it was me and greg you know what i mean we were just out here just like yo yeah, i was like where are all those black people who like soccer i mean yeah, yeah they're a ton in new york but like in regards to like how we care about the game you know it's one thing if my family loves manchester united and chelsea and arsenal but it's another thing to connect with another with another black with black fellas like y'all you know who support the local game who give a shit about the things that i care about you know as a first generation american boy so um, you know, y'all doing y'all doing cool shit. Keep doing their thing, and uh, we'll always we'll always be right behind y'all. That's a, that's gonna be the drop every hey, episode. Hey, y'all do a drop right now if y'all want. Yeah, <laughs> hey, there you go. We do it. I yeah, bet. Where, where can people fi- find you on on the socials, man? Uh, you can find me at Prez Ten Points on Twitter and only Twitter. 
Don't follow me nowhere else. I don't know you nowhere else. But you all can find me on Twitter. Don't email me. Don't follow my Instagram. Don't I follow you. Y'all could y'all no no you can. You can. I know you. You ain't you know what I mean? But Twitter, if you if you looking for that smoke, uh, you know, Twitter, you know, you know my name for us. We out here 10 years. Um, but yo, so yo, you go. Hey, my guy. Yo, I was about to tell you, man. Um like I said, I, I need my jersey. I will be up uh-huh. there before the end of this season. We will figure this shit out. But, yo, yeah. my God. Yeah, you know, you always got love for you, man. Yeah, uh, man, we out here. I'll be hitting you very soon, all right? All right, bet. Let me know cool. when that shit's out. Cool. All right, man, we appreciate it, man. Good night, gents. All right, all right man. Indeed. Dreamland. All right, and we're back. Great interview with Prez. We got to get him back on the show. Absolutely, man. That's that's the homie you know, for life, man. Good energy, good culture. You know, we want to get somebody on from every major city. Like, definitely want to get them there, man. Yeah, we uh, we still need to make up our our shit for now. Um, Chicago, we yes. Do. We, you know what? We're probably gonna make it up when they get down here in Atlanta. We'll work, work something we, out. We got, a, we got a month to go, man. Like, you know, June 1st, man. Yeah. Yeah, you going to make that thing I mean, happen. Chicago man. City FC, man. Whoa. Hey, them boys. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> Before we get too, too back into MLS, too man. Soon. Way too soon. About, too soon. It ain't done yet. It ain't done yet. Let's talk about what happened over the weekend in Europe. Uh, I mean, we already talked about United. Um, yeah, we talked about United with Prez. Uh, so, I mean, can we – is it official yet almost? I mean, it's not official, but – I, I've been saying, like, I've been saying since day one. Liverpool. I mean, I know. Liverpool ain't choked yet. I'm a fan. Liverpool, it's crazy that, like, it was funny that during the City Derby, I mean, the Manchester Derby. Wow, please. Mm. Please, forgive mm. me. Damn, Tolero. That loyalty be changing, well. Nah, so, I mean, although because Raheem Sterling now, I'm a fan of. Yeah, all, man. You know, we, we've talked about this off, off camera and everything, but, you know, during that Manchester Derby, you know, you've never seen, you know, so many fans from Liverpool be supporters of us or whatever. But Liverpool choke. Like, it's no, crazy no, that, like, no, no, no I'll say this. it's crazy that they're going to get nicer. They're nice on points or whatever, and they're not going to win this shit. They're it's not. the best season that they've probably played in ever. ever. They're not. City is going to win by one City's going to win. They've one lost point. one game, and that's really it's it. effing crazy yeah it, it's it's impressive this and i can't help but to laugh <laughs> <laughs> this is impressive. Crazy. cab if you listen to this <laughs> adriana will hey sorry no it, it is honestly i think it is over because city has they have the <laughs> easiest path to the trophy Mm-hmm. So it, it it is what it is. How's it is the easiest path to the trophy? What do you because mean? like everybody has thirty eight games to play, and everybody plays the same teams twice. They do because the the way the How's schedule the way the schedule lines up. If we want to talk about scheduling, my, the way my account is set up. It, see, actually, so the way the schedules lined actually, up, like, City is playing weaker teams towards the end of the season than Liverpool's playing. So they took care of business early on. Yeah. Yeah. No, but no. That's the thing. Liverpool lost the matches that matter. They lost to every big club away. So no. the way you can look at it, like, they've lost they, one game. One. No, I'm sorry. They, they didn't. Look, I'm sorry. They, they They did not get the job done away. They, yeah. they didn't get the job done against United. They didn't get the job done against Arsenal. They didn't get the job done against Chelsea. Like they they stumbled against uh Jesus who they who they get smacked against. 
The, it don't matter. They get smacked. They got, yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 those it's matches. It's literally just what, one point. One. It is. But it just like uh, Vin Diesel said, it doesn't win if it doesn't matter if you win by inch or a mile. Winning is winning. Thank you. And cities, cities, and that's that's going back to my point. City's like, gonna win. Liverpool's gonna get. You know they're gonna they're gonna flame out of the Champions League. They, they had the opportunity to win the Premier League. Well, they, they, did they, they break they, the record for goals for a season? This just did. Yep. They, they broke the I mean, record. Come on now. So it's like you know applause to them what they got done. Thank you. It is what it is. I'm a Raheem Sterling fan. I never thought I'd say that. You know, I know because he played for what Liverpool and City. It's like he damn. played for all the rivals that we, you know, that we. He's, and, and, he's, and it goes to show you because he got a uh, he got recognized last week for you know his work, you know, off it, the field, off the field as far as you know combating racism. So it's like you know, people are recognizing the shit that he's doing. But yeah, it's like you know, like I said, get you an England jersey because fuck City. Yeah, I'm not getting a City jersey, but I'll get an England jersey. With yeah, me. get you a red one. I, I think I might get a gun tattoo on my leg too. That's <laughs> <laughs> real family. Real family. I mean, the yeah. rest of Europe. Was, no, but Europe, we got all champions, man. But oh, Barcelona uh, clinched uh, uh, La Liga. Yep. Fi- <sighs> uh, we, we mentioned we mentioned PSG um, finished it off PSG last week. Two, for two, last month. P- PSG <laughs> PSG won theirs. Of course, they they lost Copa League. Neymar smacked the fan. Yes. Like uh, he gave like, someone some hands, but they yeah. weren't. They he he hands. gave him the way yeah. to go buckaroo chin punch. Like, <laughs> hey, that's that's enough in that country. Like, hey, like like I, I think that's his way. It's like you know what? I'm out this bitch. I I, I see y'all in Spain. Yeah. So he's out. So I, I, I don't think he can handle being in the shadow of him. Yeah, Italy's still racist. I mean, you know. Europe is <laughs> Italy's still racist. So I mean, like, yo, I can't remember where I saw that, but it was a story of like, was it in USL? Mm-hmm. It was, was another. Yeah, there was a situation yeah. in the USL. Yeah, so in, in Tulsa, there was a uh, player, uh, Atiba, oh, I can't remember his last name. But basically, he, he uh, after his game, he was talking about how one of the players – on the on, on Tulsa was you know calling the N word and like multiple times yeah like yeah. throughout the game Atiba Harris Atiba Harris was, and yeah racially abused by uh, Tulsa midfielder Fabian Bastidas yes <clears throat> and, and Tulsa did the right thing they said you out you know is 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 against is against our culture money. Is it good? <laughs> Get that streaming money. That's it. Is it? Oh, we barely getting the streaming money. He ain't about to be throwing uh, throwing niggas around. Yeah. So we gotta go. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Bastidas was was released. I don't think you'll be seeing him anywhere in America soccer any, anytime soon. Like I know, like before he came to Tulsa, I think he was down down in Uruguay. Maybe that shit will work down there. But yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Sorry, that was a Suarez bike. Sorry, I, was, I, 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 yeah, I thought but, I thought that was a baby bike. No, that was a Suarez bike. Yeah, like, no, you see the picture of, a, of his oh, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, baby um, biting his shoulder. I was like, see what the, what the father does. The son will yeah, repeat exactly, yeah. in the gene. So Champions League. So I here's why I wore my Dutch jersey today. So. Ringo, I, we gotta get you a jersey, man. Seriously, man. Like, yeah, since, since I fucked up the name, man, they was like, rolling this rough. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, seriously, so, like. So, those new to the show, when we was in the early days, we was recording in the trap house. You know, I, you know, yeah. I, I tried yeah, to that get, was the trap house. <laughs> it really was. I, listen, I, I, I tried to get into my my analyst. Shout the maestro. You know, try to get in my analyst bag and slip the Ajax out there, and it's lived with me since then. But since then. 
They've been Ajax on that run. Been going on a run in the Champions League, man. man it's it's a story. Giant that, killers. I mean, they're, they're the UMBCs of the, <laughs> the Cinderellas. The, you know, I mean, like seriously, they are. They are. They really are the Cinderella are. story. And it gives and you hope. It's like you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to be absolutely. successful. In and if you league. and if you develop, because you remember, like, because mind you. Spurs has a bunch, has a couple of Ajax guys themselves. Exactly. Like they, yep. they have Christian Eriksen who played with Ajax, Jan Vertergen who got Vitergen, who, who got, got knocked up. the fuck out. And I was actually gonna bring that up with y'all with the CTE shit. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, wait, wait, hold on. But continue with the Ajax like theme. Like, yeah, I mean, man, all the while, like all those. Yeah, Alder Wild. Yeah, Alder Wild. Yeah, Shit, fuck it. Alder Wild. That's your new name. Yes. Mama call him Alder Wild. I'm calling him Alder Wild. Yeah, but like, no, but like, so I mean, Ajax is, you know, their seat is everywhere. Decades. Their seat is everywhere. Always been everyone. Exactly. They've always been, you know, the the springboard for everybody else. Like that's Luis Suarez. You wanted to get Slatan. If you wanted to get the local. 18, 19 year old phenom, that's where you went. But Ajax now is like, yo, we're keeping all these 18, 19 year olds for like a year or two longer, mm-hmm. and we're going to see how this goes. I good luck going but, up this and summer. They got a mix, but they got a mix. So you got like Daly Glenn, mm-hmm. who did his time with like Manchester United, and mm-hmm. comes back, yep. and now he's like the captain, and he's right. known as like the. He's known as the old head on the team, yeah. which is funny because he's only like, what, 28, I want to say? No, he's like 31, I think. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah, he's my, I'm sorry. Lo siento. He's 31 or so, but like he's the old head on the team, and he came through that same system as well, too. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing like that mixed with all this young talent coming through, and they're, they have this fucking belief that like we don't give a fuck of who y'all are. We don't care if you're Tottenham. We don't care if you're Harry Kane. If we don't care if you're Loris. We don't care if you're Son. We don't care if you. We don't care. If now, we, now Spurs are missing a bunch of those guys today. They're, they're missing. They're, they're missing them like crazy. But but still, it doesn't matter. Like we don't care. And they're away. And the fact that they got one nil away win, mm-hmm. so they got the goal mm-hmm. and the shutout away. Yeah. Going back to the Amsterdam. Yeah. It's gonna be a shutout. Like that's. That's, that's they're they gonna sit everybody through the red light district, be like, "Hey, have y'all some fun up in here, real quick, and then we'll catch y'all." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> get, 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 get you some good, some good weed, Dutchie, baby, <laughs> and, and you'll be good to go. But I do think that you know, I they definitely. First of all, Tottenham just opened up the stadium, right? They they now lost two games, and they're like, I. I I guess it was, the fortress it was, it was supposed to be because they they now they lost over the weekend. What I, I think they set themselves up for that already because they already complained about that shit. Mm-hmm. Because going into that, they were complaining like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to move into it like you know, yeah. two thirds, three quarters of the way in the season." They like that self prophecy of like it's a tough situation. Play, play your game, play your lane, play your game. At the end of the day, twenty two people on the field. Mm-hmm. They all ball up. Ball don't lie. Ball don't day, lie. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, twenty-two gentlemen on the field that day. Yeah. So, anyway, but it's it's interesting, and it's, I think it's a great story to see that they're like that Cinderella story that, that keeps us going. Like this is the reason why we love this game and why we watch it. That you're seeing a young Ajax team, not Ajax team, 
Yeah. I, had, I, had, I, had a, I had a co worker today say, uh, use Ajax. I was, I, all I could do was just chuck off. was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, my brother, he still says Ajax, too. So, Ajax, you know. Man. You know. So they clean but, uh, the league up. <laughs> 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 they clean the league up, baby. Now, by the, now by the time most of y'all will, will be hearing this, uh, uh, Barcelona and Liverpool, Barcelona, Liverpool will be playing. And uh, so, like, what are y'all insights on, on that game? Like, are you, are you expecting – uh, a close one? Are you expecting a shootout? Like, what's going on? I think... Oof. Oof. Remember what, what we've been talking about the past couple weeks as far as, like, you know, you still have it's Liverpool try, time, trying to trying to shoot for for the league and everything in England. It's like, okay, are y'all going to be able to balance this out? If I'm Liverpool, I focus on this and that league. Because at one point, it's too easy. At one point in, in the domestic... I want to focus on champions mm-hmm. and bow out on league. I mean, like you know, like City almost gave it to them um, this past weekend because they they had a tough time at Burnley. But I, I I think that if they can keep everyone healthy at least, that then they'll still go for the at league. Listen, VAR would stop that. But I'm asleep though. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool and Barcelona. Honestly, I think there's so much hype about it happening down there in Camp Nou. Like I really think it, nothing's gonna happen. Honestly, when you say nothing's gonna happen, you means nil nil. Nil nil draw. Nil nil draw. Please. Because well, Klopp, Klopp he, he, came out and says, "I know how to beat them." Bye, when he said that, I don't think it's gonna happen. It, uh, it ain't gonna happen. He, he might know how, but probably won't be until until they go back to Liverpool. Because it, it actually, it reminds, I'll say one one draw. One, it reminds one, me a lot one, of if you go back to two thousand eight, oh, uh, when May United won Champions League. That was great. Yeah, of course, that was Russia. Was, and they beat Barcelona in the semifinals. It was a nil-nil draw uh, at Cap Nou the first leg, yep. and Paul Scholes had that screamer yep. in the second leg. I I think that you you could see something similar to that, um, where you know you're able to hold things up at Cap Nou, and then it's like it's, it's, it's you're shooting for it all in, in the in the second leg. I want Klopp's optimism in my job today. Klopp is like. He, this challenge he has ahead of him tomorrow is so big. And he's just like, oh, we're fine. We're good. We're going to be fine. We're going to knock this shit out. And, like, I need that kind of energy in my life. Well, I mean. Me too. I, I Yeah. And at the same time, though, but, like, look, wait. I mean, yes, he's going against, you know, Barcelona, who is, you know, all the. And mind you, they don't have to worry about the league anymore. So they, they, they got this they shit wrapped up. Rap. Yeah, so they, like, they can just say, like, hey. So that's the thing about it. Who has more to lose right now? Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Liverpool. More to lose. I yeah. think who feels more stressed yet? But I'm saying lose wise, like Barcelona. I think Barcelona. I, guess, wants I can see that win. point. I see what because you're like saying. Barcelona they, has more. They, to they, lose. They, they, they can rest over the weekend and be like, "Hey, we're putting all this in on." Because even if they do, if they do nothing on Wednesday, you know, they can rest everyone over the weekend. Played or your kids or whatever. Right. Liverpool and, ain't done shit in years. Yeah. So they ain't got, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got shit to lose in, yeah. that, in that regard. Yeah. So Barcelona has more to lose, I feel like, because Barcelona has, they're, every, every time anybody sees Barcelona on the sheet, they know that nine times out of ten, Barcelona's going to win. Barcelona, like, I mean, like, that's, that's the way it's been for the last two decades. Barcelona's unbeaten in 31 at home in the Champions League. So who has more to lose? Barcelona. I can see that. And so Liverpool comes in as the underdog. But if I'm Klopp, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, we're the underdogs going into Cam Nou. Like, 
yeah, like Barcelona has shit wrapped up. But if we coming in with these stallions of Mane, Salah, hopefully, you know, he's, you know, if, if we get the true Mo that we all have been a fan of the last two years or so. Nappy fro Mo. <laughs> Nappy fro Mo. He, he can make it happen. That's true. And so, and then you got, you know, um, what's his name? Our little Brazilian friend. Um, God, why am I going blank? Either way. But, like, if he can come in, like, if, if Liverpool comes in with that same energy and effort, I mean, I think Liverpool can actually snatch away a 1-1 draw going into that second one one draw, away goal. Mm-hmm. You said the same thing, right? Yeah, I, 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 I think that, you know, there'll definitely be a draw going into the second leg. Firmino, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Firmino, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. But, yeah. Um, there really wasn't really much else going on. Um, Season's I, over. I, yeah. I, 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 I see Ted Uncle is, you know, trying to be the, the next coming of uh, Mark Geigel. Huh. Mark yeah. Geiger. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. He's he's making some uh, interesting calls in the MLS. It's gonna be uh, interesting to see kind of what he does. Uh, being oh, speaking of calls on referees and shit like that. Like I mean, I actually want to touch about the like with Vertonghen going out today with CTE. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Um, the shit like we're <laughs> the shit is still like it's a problem. We're in the ice age with this shit. CTE is a problem, but the thing is, it's because you have so many of these people that lived through it in the eighties that are I'll, just like get up, spit on it, and go let back me, out okay, there. Let me tell you this conversation I had in the office the other day. So there's this intern. Uh, I'm not gonna mention his name, but he <laughs> he, um, he actually came through the Crystal Palace youth system, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's a, he's a he's a black Brit. You know, so he's one of our black Brits. And uh, so he was giving me a hard time because, you know, I'm slowly retiring because I just had my fourth concussion playing soccer. Mm. And, you know, as a goalkeeper, I've had several concussions and everything like that. And he says to me, he was like, you know, before I came to the States, I never heard of a concussion. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's no concussions don't happen in England. (laughs) He's like... He was like, Brits don't get concussions. <laughs> that's funny. That's and, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, a culture that's bred. And yes, okay, that makes them hard as nails and that type of shit or whatever. But at the end of the day, there's still people with fucked up head shit going on. Whether it's England, Brazil, US, or you know France. Like, this is a serious issue. So when you see guys at this level within the Champions League on this stage... And the guy is stumbling, and they still send them out. There's a problem. They, they try. They try to do the robotizing shit, and it's like nah. Like because like he, I got, I saw like the back end of it. And I was like, this dude is like straight stumbling. Like he, it, like it reminded me of um the guy who got knocked out in the 2014 uh, World Cup final. It was like no, you need to get him off absolutely, now. Absolutely, and you know, as much as we all love this game, and like I, you know, I want my daughter to play. And I will always support this game to the day I die. But at the same time, like, we still have to become better about how we protect individuals. Because we don't want to be that sport that's in the same alignment with what the NFL is doing right now, where you got guys who can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they got this junior say out 30 for 30 on ESPN. Mm-hmm. After watching that shit, you're just like, hmm, yeah, yeah. this shit's a problem. Yeah. It's just a problem. Like, so, like every time I see a, a guy in the NFL talking about, like, like he going to play. 15, 16, I'm like, bruh. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like there, there's other things in this world, man. I, I get, I get the love of the game. I completely understand it. But I'm like, man, like when you hear like now players that are retiring at the age of 28, 29, 30. Yeah, I, I like my hands. Like by yeah. all means, I like I, I get it. Like I, I, I read about a uh, guy like back home in Virginia. Uh, like he, like remember he retired like just this week, and like he's actually going to go run in uh, Chesapeake City Council. I was like, yeah, like get out of there. Like, hey, take care of yourself, help your people if you can. But I'm like, man, like it, at the end of the day, like you, it's all about quality of life, and like and actually trying to like be there for, you know, the people around you. Because yeah, like head head trauma is nothing to mess with whatsoever. So. Speaking of being there for people around you, <laughs> how do we be there for people that's trying to get laced with some of these great FTC, <laughs> UTD name I sets in merch? Yeah. That's my dog right there. That's my dog right there. Yeah. So, like, you know, say people, they saw, they saw the, the name sets on the Halo board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They following the brand. Like, yo, how do I get some FTC swagger? There's a couple ways you can do that, man. Uh, as always, you can go on to our online store at ftcutd.myshopify.com. Pardon the, the flub right there. But, uh, but yeah, you can always go there for, for our shirts, hoodies, name sets, uh, all that. Um, you can always hit, up, hit us up on... cases. Yes, phone cases. Like I, I, I made an IX one. Ain't nobody jumped on yet. I'm like, yo, I, I'm hoping you that, go. you know... You know, with, with everything yeah, going start, on. Yeah, I started departures. I started the, the <laughs> bidding. With Ajax with, with being the hot shit right now, I'm like, yeah, hop on. I, I need to promote that one better. But, yeah. What, what's, what's great, though, is to see, like, the other cities that now have partake in the... Yeah, yeah. buy merch. Yeah, yeah like, I, uh, I've added... Because, uh, like, I, I've realized I have the Peter Wilt uh, collection. I have Indy, Chicago, Green Bay, Ford Madison... All of them, all all there in 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 one swing. I may have to like do a do a deal for that one, but uh, but yes, uh, uh go to uh to our Shopify page for that ftcutd.myshopify.com. If nothing else, you can always hit us up on our socials ftcutd, and you know slide us a DM. We'll we'll make it work that way as well, and you know get get you what you need. We can do. Whatever color you want, I I just hit up uh, one of the guys in Madison. I, I got him a glow in the dark uh, name set. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that one. So where, so coach, where can they find us on the socials? You know where you can find us at FTCUTD on IG. Yep. FTCUTD on Twitter. Yes. F- yeah, just, 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 just FTC on, on Facebook. <laughs> but you guys, should, if you search FTC UTD, you'll find us. So trust me, it's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, our SEOs are popping right now. For some reason, they won't let us use FUTD on on Facebook. It's it's stupid, but it is, but it's, it, but it's in the search. I mean, they yeah. under investigation for yeah. a bunch of that shit. So Facebook got issues. But as but way, as we say every week, y'all fuck with the brand. Y'all y'all fuck with Team Nil Nil. Like and subscribe to podcast. Follow us all the socials. Interact with us. We got a good fan base all around the and world. It's growing. Like we love it. So hey, if you ain't told nobody about this show, man, it's on you. All right. Like hey, you a hater if you ain't told nobody about this show. We said this at, at, at during our very first show. Tell your mama. Tell your cousins. Tell your brothers. Tell your sisters. Everyone that you know that's thinking about getting into soccer is already in soccer. Tell them to come fuck with the culture because yeah, the culture's everywhere. Absolutely, and um, 
Just so y'all know. <clears throat> Arya's still there. Arya's my girl. Just like. <laughs> Team Stark. Team Stark, baby. <laughs> yeah, look, look. For, for Ringo. For Grego. Coach. For coach. <laughs> the culture's here. The culture's everywhere. We'll see y'all next week. And we out.